This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 45 with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. Today, we're talking about the leadership mind. In the words of Peter Kostenbaum, the leadership mind is spacious, comfortably embracing paradoxes and contradictions, polarities and ambiguities, conflicts and incompatibilities. The leadership mind holds many thoughts and attitudes at once. Specifically, the leadership mind is not troubled by contradictory ideas. That's brilliant right there. And what does this mean? We talked about this before. This means the leadership. This means the leadership minds. This means you have to be prepared for complexities and anxiety, and that's hard. Anytime you have paradoxes going on in your mind, that's going to cause a sense of dis-ease, a sense of anxiety. Anytime you have contradictions flying off in your head. You know, polarities, ambiguities, conflicts, and incompatibilities, right? Many thoughts and many different attitudes. I call this, not, 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 not to make this political, okay? And it's not political at all, but I call this the liberal mindset. The mindset is, uh, the liberal mindset is a mindset that can see all sides to an issue and can push back on anyone on any side of the issue. These are the greatest leaders I'm, I sit in a room with. You sit with them and, you know, they're talking to one person across the table and you think that they're against them. And so then you say something and you think I'm going to earn points. I'm going to say something that goes along with what I think they're saying. And then they poke a hole in what your argument is. And you're like, well, I thought you were against. No, 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 no. A leadership mind sees it from all perspectives. So it's poking holes in every theory that comes across. A great leader will hold forth at the table. Allowing people to speak. And they'll be, you know, listening, listening, but but offering, you know, feedback, instant feedback on why that that idea may not work. Why can they do that? Because they can hold conflicting minds They're They're OK within the anxiety. And I know this is so woo woo and it's touchy feeling. Some people, are, you know, I don't want to have to talk about all this and this anxiety stuff, but this is real. And there are a lot of leaders that don't understand why they can't really push through leadership or, 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 or here's what I see happen a lot of time that micromanaging, controlling leader. They don't want the anxiety. They want, you know, they don't want the differing opinions in their head. They don't want the incompatibilities. They want everything to be just so. And so they shut down any kind of conversation. They walk in the room and they, you know, they put their piece of paper down. And here's what we're talking about. Here's the agenda. And they go through the agenda. And at the very end of it, they said, is there any questions? Nope. Okay. Let's, let's, let's move on troops. Let's make it happen. Some jobs need to be that way. Not all of them need to be that way. But, but a lot of times what happens is in those, those leadership, uh, in that leadership mindset of that leader, of that manager, they don't want to have the complexities. So they don't want the conversation that uh, they don't want a bunch of, you know, you know, people shouting ideas across the table. They want it to be easy. And this holds them back and this holds the organization back. The leadership mind understands and is fully adapted to the fact that the real world is ambiguous. Ambiguous. 
right? This is what we're talking about. We've got to be okay with ambiguity inside the team, inside the organization. Why? Because the world is filled with ambiguity. And a great leader, a great leader with a great leadership mind un- un- understands that. And they can adapt to it. And so their conversations, even within themselves, even within their own head, they're throwing out all kinds of ideas and they're understanding uh, ambiguity is part of the name of the game. It doesn't all have to be, not everything has to be one step, two step, three step. We understand what we're doing and we have total control because we have no control over the environment. When COVID hit a while back, right, over a year ago, 18 months ago. We started hearing about this. Nobody could have imagined the entire world shutting down the way it did. Nobody, very few people saw that, I should say. There are actually some people who even as early as January and, and December before it were warning, but, but very few leaders really thought that it was going to do what it did. That's, that's, ambigu- you know, that's ambiguity. And then we're in the middle of COVID and people are thinking, well, well, we're going to come out of this in a few weeks and it's all going to end in no time whatsoever. And that didn't happen. Ambiguity, leadership, uh, uh, the leadership minds uh, understands this. And I would go so far to say embraces it. It doesn't have to like it all the time, but embraces it. The challenge of leadership is to cope with intense and for most people, essentially unmanageable frustration. This is what we talked about. This is what the leadership mind has to do to be able to calm themselves and say this is ambiguity. I don't fully understand where we're going to go from here. I don't fully understand how this is all going to play out, what the outcome is going to be, but I can lead through this because this is the way of the world. Here is an important practical principle to keep in mind. Authentic leaders make superhuman efforts to be prepared. In your leadership, and this goes back to this idea of ambiguity, you must factor in the element of surprise, the inevitable disaster, to such a professional degree that the only thing that can surprise you would be the absence of surprises, right? Make your plans, but know that they will fail. This goes back into that old saying, uh, man plans and God laughs. I think it goes something like that, right? I love that sentence. Factor in the element of surprise to such a degree that the only thing that can surprise you would be the absence of surprises. If you wake up in one week, you get to a Friday afternoon, and you're like, there were no surprises this week. Wow, I'm really surprised. I was prepared for more surprises this week. That's the leadership mindset. The leadership mind is awake. It is alert, conscious aware, in touch with reality, both internal and external. That, that's really important. There are always two realities happening. And I always want to say, I, I actually prefer to say three different realities. We've got the reality that's going on on the outside. We have the reality that's going on the inside. And then we have our mindset. We've got the reality there. And we've got to put the three together. And our mindset, here's what I mean by that. Sometimes our emotions, that, that's the internal, right? Sometimes the emotions that we have, there, you know, something's happening there and, you know, If we don't take time to process, we don't know why it is that we're feeling whatever it is that we're feeling. And it could be something out in the environment. It could be something within us, but that's where the mind comes in. And that's where it goes back to what we read uh, in, in in our last podcast. It was really, it was really important. Where it talked about the, 
the uh, uh, control over the mind, having discipline over the mind. Leadership means control over the mind. So the leadership mind's awake. It's understanding that there's going to be certain realities that happen outside and inside. So it's, it's in touch with reality, both internal and external, and I would say also with the minds. It's proactive, autonomous, brilliant, energetic, and sharp. The leadership mind is never in a trance, nor is it purely reactive, passive, dependent, or dull. This idea of reactive, right? The worst leaders are constantly in reactive mode, constantly. React, 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 boom, 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 All, always, re- never pushing the environment forward, never influencing the outside environment. Great leadership, you want to go all the way over to level 10 leadership, that's what, what Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs created the environment, right? He was the leading titan out there of industry who was creating uh, tools and products that were setting the outdoor environment on fire and creating all kinds of competition and different mindsets. I think of Starbucks the same way. I'm old enough to remember when they first started and everybody got used to, we just went down the street and got our coffee here. We got our coffee over there at the local, um, you know, 7-Eleven or something like that. The local gas station was kind of, you know, it was okay. It it wasn't great. Or we made it at home, Folgers, whatever. And then Starbucks hits the scene and you get this amazing start, you know, and, And not only what they did in terms of coffee, their environments where you could go in, you could sit down now. I mean, that was never heard of. No one wants to go to McDonald's and get their coffee and sit down for a while because the environment doesn't look good. But they created these environments. And I saw businesses would begin to create their lobbies that looked a lot like Starbucks. This happened all over the place. Right. So we got to be awake in order to do that. A leadership mind is characterized by hope. The world is full of frustrations. They produce stress, which can be healthful, but too much frustration leads to despair. People give up. Your people, the people you lead, give up. That is depression. What is needed is hope. The realistic perception that there is a way out, that there is a future, that there is a solution. But here's a key. And this is what Peter Kostenbaum says, hope must be realistic. So this isn't some kind of motivational speaker that gets up in front of his people all the time and and tells lies. That's not leadership. It's realistic hope. Here's the situation we're in. Uh, As a team, let's sit down and devise the five things that we can do to push through this. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to make this happen. But we have the ability team to get through this situation if we put our minds together. There's a little hope there, right? Here's the way out. Here's what I think the outcome could be, but here's what we got to do today. We got to sit down and we got to wrestle through some ideas in order to get through these next two to three weeks or two to three months, whatever it is. That's leadership. Always um, Colin Powell, former uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, he, he had this saying, uh, Perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. Isn't that great? Perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. The more optimistic you are as a leader, uh, the more the force multiplies. And I don't think that just means people. It also means attitudes and ideas and, and innovation and, and, and creation. You know, if, if, if the leader's coming in, and I've sat through some of those meetings where the leader's frustrated and they're coming in and just complaining and griping and griping. Well, 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 what does that do to the culture of the team? 
What does that do to the culture of the organization? It just brings them down, down, down. It just beats them down, down, further down. A leadership deals, a, a, a leader, a great leader deals in hope. The leadership mind is key to mental and physical health. I don't think I need to say anything more about that. You have one body. You have one mind. I do not understand people who are not aware. Now, again, I eat pizza like anybody else. I'll go out and buy a bag of chips like anybody else. So I'm not judging. I'm not judging people who make unhealthy choices with their food. What I don't understand within myself or anybody else. We have one body. We have one mind. We've got to understand this, that as leaders, we've we've got to make sure that we are mentally and physically healthy. And I think it starts, I think it starts with what we put in our bodies. Well, what we put in our minds, both of them, right? So if we're eating junk food all the time, and again, every now and then a little ice cream is great or a brownie or a um, cookie or whatever it is that you have, all of that is fine and all of that is well. But we've got to take care of our mind. We've got to take care of our body. We have one of them. We have one of them. And when this body runs out, there's there's nothing left. So if we want to lead and we want to lead effectively, we've got to take care of our body and our mind. That's all I got for us today. The leadership mind. It's very important for us to understand this. If we're going to lead effectively, we've got to take care of our mind, our body, and our spirit. I'll see you on the next episode of JC Talks Leadership Podcast. Take care.